Hey everybody, Eric Curto here from YourRealityRecaps.com with an all-new Real Housewives of Orange County Bravo Blogs read to you by me, Eric, from Your Reality Recaps. You guys get the point by now, right? So let me just cut right to the chase. I'm so glad you guys love all of these Bravo Blogs that I am reading. Of course, this is the Real Housewives of the OC Bravo Blogs, but I am also covering Orange County as well. You can get that over on the website or in iTunes or Stitcher. And hey, if you want to help support our shows, then do us a favor. Give us a five-star rating and a nice review if you are downloading this in iTunes or just a nice review on Stitcher. It'd be really nice of you. And join our YouTube. We like that too, because we need we need lots of thumbs up on YouTube and, and Google Plus too. Go visit us over there. We do post exclusive content. I mean, you guys do know that we're on every social network, right? From uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, MySpace. I know. I get it, people. Um, All of them. Literally all of them. Except for Reddit, because I didn't understand the way it works, and then they blacklisted me, because I was apparently posting my own content. You're not supposed to do that. So if anybody understands the way Reddit works, could you let me know in the comment section below this video on the website? Um, And, and you know, hey, and and I should also say, check out our little intern tab on the website if you guys want to contribute anything as far as, ooh, blogs, we're always looking for blog writers or editors, people to do video editing, or hey, if you're even talented enough, we could even give you your own show. So, you know, we're looking to grow our community is what I'm saying, or stuff like this. You know, maybe you do great podcasts about TV shows and you want to talk about them. Just fill out that intern form and hit us up because you never know. But look, let's get to what you you guys really care about and why you're all here in just one second i'm kidding because i also forgot to tell you the most important thing if you guys want to help support our shows financially check out that patron ad in the sidebar over at our website yourrealityrecaps.com it's a great way to support the show it's basically a monthly fee but you guys get to pick the amount one dollar five dollars we're talking literally like five cents a show people you can cancel any time but we're not all just about begging for money because you get stuff like swag exclusive content and access to secret forums, a special show by John and I, so much more. Check out our patron campaign over on the website. You won't regret it. And it helps us, you know, do stuff like bring you guys live streaming of the reality rally for three days, which we just got back from, or live stream the amazing race finale or the survivor one or the big brother party this summer. So, you know, um, we hate to ask and I've never asked before, but I feel like this is the year where I can't afford to spend thousands of on all this stuff. So we're hoping that you guys will help. And you did. You did so great with the Kickstarter. Now check out that patron. And that's all I have to say because I feel really awkward even though it sounds like I don't. So now <laughs> let's go and talk about the ladies of OC and what they're saying about week two of The Real Housewives of Orange County. Except I'm lying again one more time, because look, I'm assuming you guys are Housewives fans, which means you watched the Atlanta reunion. And I know I did not start doing these Bravo blogs until Atlanta was basically over. And I just want to make two little points about um, The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yes, as you guys know, um, John does vlogs about them, like video blogs, where he gives his reaction on the website um, and on our YouTube channel. But I don't have anywhere to talk about it. And I just want to say this. The whole Kenya and Portia fight thing. I'm sorry. I am 
on Kenya's side this season, and no, I'm not saying I'm condoning violence. I'm talking about her this season. As you all know, we used to call her the Black Devil and thought she was the most vile person ever, but I just think Nini, with her stupid little sourpuss, talking back to Andy like, oh no, Andy, I'm gonna stop. Like, I'm not gonna answer the question. If you, like, she's just like a little bit too high and mighty for herself, that Nini, this season. So I've been really on Kenya's side. However, not on her side for the way she was acting on this reunion. And I feel like Bravo Andy is a little bit to blame and production. Letting Kenya, though, go on stage with her wand and her bullhorn. I don't see any of the other ladies being allowed to bring props. So, like, how you can let her get away with that and then act surprised that it would push Portia to, you know, pulling her weave? I'm not surprised. Again, I'm not condoning violence. I don't really think pulling a weave is that much of violence, and I think Kenya deserved whatever she got, Um, and I'm more Team Portia in this, but whatever. My point is, use the comment section below um, this audio file on our website, uh, which you can get to at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo, um, and let me know what you guys think. I'm so interested to hear what you think of the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion so far. But okay, now... For really, really real. Let's get to the Real Housewives of OC. First up is Tamara with her blog called Tamara Opens Up About Family Issues. I know our blogs are to recap what has happened on the week's episode, but to be honest with you, I'm the oh the show is the last thing on my mind right now. Oh really? For today's blog, I want to share with you what's weighing heavy on my heart. Ooh, this should be interesting. Because as you guys know, I don't read these first. I just kind of read them along with you. Okay. I would like to start my blog. Okay. I would like to start my blog by saying this has been the most devastating week of my family's life. Am I reading this too happy for what she's saying? (laughs) And I want to thank my family, friends, therapists, fans, and complete strangers for their support. I have gotten so many messages from people sharing their similar stories, and it has really helped me get through some tough hours. Okay. I have no idea what where this is going um to be accused of exaggerated and false allegations is every mother's nightmare i would not wish it on anyone and my heart goes out to all those parents that are dealing with this exact issue as i always say divorce doesn't hurt the kids angry bitter parents hurt kids my children are my life and i love and cherish them with all my heart it's a love that only a parent knows all i ever wanted was to be a mother You probably wanted to be on TV a little bit, too. Just like my mom and grandmother. I even wrote in my blog that even though it is hard to share your children 50% of the time, I believe that divorced children should have both parents in their lives. I have always told the children that it would be great if their dad could live right across the street so they could see us both every day. It's unfortunate that he doesn't feel the same way. It's truly ironic that this episode aired while all this is happening. I had no idea that when I filmed this six months ago, my pain of sharing my kids would be exactly what I'm dealing with today. What most people don't know is my relationship with my 15-year-old Sydney was strained and she decided that she wanted to live with her dad. 
Now, is that the one on this show that she was like, no? Oh, see, I think I'm reading in between the lines here. So, because on the show, this is Eric talking, on the show, she was saying how her kids would rather be with her. So, apparently, she got into a little bit of hot water because of that, baby. Does not go well um, when you're dealing with messy divorces for you to say that on camera is what I'm assuming the real problem is here. Okay. Sydney was strained and she decided she wanted to live with her dad. This came as a total shock to me. Sure, I knew things were not perfect and we didn't always see eye to eye, but I thought, was it her age? I had the same issues with my mother when I was her age. Was your mother blogging about it for the whole world to read? Because I don't think you would have liked it. <laughs> um, back to Tamara. I often wonder if my parents had been divorced if I... I too would have ran to my dad. I was in my 20s when my parents divorced and it was extremely hard on me. I chose my mom's side and I didn't talk to my dad for years. That has now come to bite me in the butt. And I think about the pain that I caused my dad in all of those years. As parents, we are not perfect and we make mistakes, but family is everything. I had to hide my tears daily to protect Sydney from this getting out and being made public. 15 is a... V- Okay, but yet you're writing a blog about it, Tamara. Just saying. 15 is a very hard age, and I knew if this went public, it would be so hard on her. So I'm doing it anyway. (laughs) But now that all this info has been released, released in quotes, we have to deal with the public pain as well. I have been called some pretty harsh names in the press, like Monster Mom, and my daughter has to deal with some mean comments on her social media. She decided it was best to shut it down. Well, rich people problems. When we continue to work on our relationship with the help of a therapist, and some days seem good and others, well, she pulls away. Divorce is painful and parents sometimes put children in the middle, which causes kids to pick sides, which is devastating to the other parent. I think Wendy Williams broke down on camera when her 13-year-old decided she didn't like her anymore. And that's Tamara deflecting. (laughs) And that was me saying that. Uh, This has affected every member of my family. My kids are hurt and confused. My brother is upset and feels he needs to prove to the world that I am an amazing mom. I see the tears in my mom's eyes when she looks at me and the kids. And my dad wants to get on a plane and be by our side. I cried to my dad on Easter and said something. And he said something to me that opened my eyes and snapped me out of my depression. It's time to stop defending yourself and fight for what's important to you. It's hard enough to deal with this privately, but to deal with it publicly can really push you over the edge. I know this too shall pass, and he has no foundation to his allegations, but it still hurts me to see my kids going through this. Thank you to everyone that has reached out to me. Okay, so I'm assuming the husband is accusing her of being an abusive mother. Yep, I confirmed it. That's what it is. Okay. There are some there was some confusion at dinner with Heather that I wanted to clear up. Me wanting to have a child. Oh my god. Okay, wait. It's Eric. I'm sorry. Normally I do agree that Heather's a little like prissy, but I was totally on her side. Tamara was totally saying, I just want a kid to fill a hole. Um Okay, I want to have a child with Eddie, and having my kids 50% of the time were two different issues. I don't think Heather understood what I was trying to say. Being newly married and absolutely in love with my husband, I naturally want to have a child with him. He's an amazing stepfather to my kids, and in the past, expressed he would like to have one of his own. 
I want to share with him the love of the baby and not the replacement of my kids when they are at their dad's house. I understand that I'm 46 and have had my tubes tied years ago and went through emergency abdominal surgery, said that three times fast, and had some female issues that prevented me from carrying my own baby. But there are so many options for us to explore. Stay tuned and see what happens next. I believe everything happens for a reason. I believe that God knew exactly what he was doing when he gave me an outspoken mouth. And I have gone through a lot of struggles in my life and well, this one's no different. I believe that when this struggle is over, that I will have the platform and the mouth to help others. Thus concludes the Bravo blog of Tamara. (laughs) Next up is Vicky's blog called I Have No Regrets. Are you sure none of that plastic surgery, Vicky? None. No regrets. None. It's a lot of regrets not to have. Uh, (laughs) But let's see what Vicky's saying. Okay. Welcome back to episode two. I hope you enjoyed seeing Tamara and I back to having fun together as I really missed her. Because, you know, they're not supposed to hang out when they're not filming. I loved Hawaii, and it was just the three of us. And three is the maximum amount when going on a, quote, girl's trip. More than just, more than that just causes chaos. Mine and Tamara's mission was to get Heather to loosen up a bit and get a little bit tipsy and hopefully get her to dance on a bar top. We didn't succeed, though. Tamara and her silly themed parties. When she told me she was having a, quote, spooky party, I was like, what the heck does that mean? I'm not really into the whole Halloween theme, ghosts, monsters, dead people, mummies, probably because of all the surgery you had. So it was hard for me to dress up that way. I thought instead I'd wear a black dress and a cross. This way I can keep all the bad things away from me. And it worked. When Tamara told us how hard it was for her to share her children 50% of the time with Simon, I felt bad for her. Having the void of not having three kids around. Oh yeah, because P.S. as we all saw, Michael is such a, just a little peach when he's talking to his mother on that episode. Um, Since Eddie doesn't have kids, I can understand why she would consider having a baby with him so he can understand the love that a parent has towards their child. Okay, look, I get that I'm gay and I don't have children, but again, I'm pretty sure you shouldn't have a kid because you want it to, you want to feel love for a child. I mean, I guess that's why. I don't know. It doesn't seem like a good reason, which seems weird. Anyway, um, it doesn't seem like Eddie wants a child right now, so it seems like Tamara should, well, just put that aside. When I was divorced from my children's father, I received 100% custody of the kids. Winning. (laughs) She didn't say winning. I'm saying winning, Um, which I loved. I couldn't imagine having them split between the two homes and only having them 50% of the time. I know how much her children mean to her, and I know how difficult the time is that they spend apart. Meeting Shannon was great. Immediately, I hit it off with her and was so pleasantly surprised at myself that I didn't feel the urge to haze her. Or because you didn't want to get shit for hazing her like you've gotten every other season. Maybe because she was close in age with me, or the fact that we were both Aries and we both speak our minds, I was happy to hear that Shannon likes to cook. And the fact that she invited us over for dinner, I thought was amazing and so much fun. Now, on to the therapy session with Dr. Sanders. I can't tell you how difficult this has been having my daughter and myself continue not to see eye to eye on some very important issues. Okay, I'm going to hold my comments to the end. (laughs) 
The fact that she is moving away to Oklahoma makes me really sad because other than my relationship issue, we really are best friends with very little conflict. Mm, I want to comment so bad. I am a firm believer that in time, things will work itself out. I just don't know why it's taking so long. Going to counseling for me has really helped me be able to make choices that I want and not be influenced by others. I was bugging Tamara that she doesn't want me to wake up in seven or eight years and regret my decisions and that I'm making now in my life. What I have to say to her is that I won't. I love every day and every decision I'm making. No decision that I have made is permanent, and I'm enjoying my life and choosing to do things my way for now. For 28 years, I've focused on being a mother and a wife and a businesswoman. It seems now that my kids are making their choices without any concern of what I feel, so I guess it's my time to do the same. Sounds really mature. Like, life is a journey. Life each day, live each day as if it's your last and enjoy the ride. I have no regrets on anything I'm doing. I'm having a blast and I choose to think positive and hope and pray that those who say they, quote, care about me will be happy for whatever decision I decide to make. Thanks for watching and tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to keep me in mind for all of your insurance needs. Oh, and woohoo, Vicky. I love this quote. Don't dwell on what went wrong. Instead, focus on what to do next. Spend your energies on moving forward towards finding the answer. Dennis Waitley. Thus concludes the Bravo blog of Vicky, but we're not done at all talking about Vicky. So look, you need to comment below on the website and let me know what you guys think. But here's the thing. Are we living in a bizarre world? Because does anybody not remember season finale at the end of last year where Brooks was telling Vicky's daughter's husband to beat her and to abuse her and to hit her to shut her up and is clearly insane. So I'm kind of confused, Vicky, because like in this episode, you were like, I love you. I love my daughter more than my own life, but apparently not because you're willing to expose her to somebody who like wants to beat her. And I don't get it. And it, I kind of agree with Tamara. Like, Vicky wants to prove us all wrong, that Brooks is a good person and it'll work out, and she's doing it at the expense of everything else in her life. And no, your kids shouldn't be your best friend. You know who's your best friend? Your best friends are your best friends. Your kids aren't your best friends. That's called dysfunctional. Because it's blurring a lot of lines. Just look it up, people. Trust me. It doesn't work out. Um, so, yeah. I was, I was so over Vicky and the way she's handling this whole situation. Very disappointed in her. But I'm interested to know what you guys think. So, like I say, make sure you comment in the section below on the website uh, where you're listening to this and let me know. And in the meantime, we'll move over to the next Bravo blog. <laughs> Which is by none other than Miss Fancy Pants, Heather. So let's see where she's winging on all this this week. Okay, here we go. Meanwhile, back in Hawaii, Vicky and Brooks are still together. And after talking to Vicky in Hawaii, I'm completely supportive of that decision. Really? I just want Vicky to be happy, and she is a strong, smart woman who is capable of making her own decisions. To the bar. Why are Vicky and Tamara so interested in getting me wasted and on top of a bar? It's not me. 
I don't enjoy shots. I know I'm fancy pants and I embrace that, but that doesn't mean that I don't like to have fun. The question is, do I have to behave the same way as Tamara and Vicky do in order to be their friends? If we are exactly the same, wouldn't that be kind of boring? Vicky said that she has three qualities she looks for in a friend. I love that part. Yet she couldn't remember the third one. Typical Vicky. But there are two. The two were laugh with you and learn from you. Well, we have laughed a lot together, but it doesn't seem as if she wants to learn anything from me at all. If I talk about anything Vicky doesn't know about, she gets annoyed with me. Spooky party. This was a very fun party. Tamara did a great job, and yes, she scared the crap out of me. I love a theme party, and thankfully, a perfect opportunity to draw a third eye, which would hide my blemish. Which means big puzzy zit. Um, I'm saying that, not her. I (laughs) I was really glad that Shannon made some connections that night. She shared a lot of information about her marriage with the group. I can't tell if she's just someone that's an open book, or if she doesn't have a good support system of friends and a husband with whom to talk to. Dinner with Shannon and Tamara. When I said to Shannon, people like you, it was not meant to be negative. It was actually not a bad sentiment at all. It's what follows that matters. If I said to Tamara, people like you who live a fit and healthy lifestyle, etc., etc., would Tamara have taken offense to that? Why is it that anything and everything I say has to be picked apart and commented on? Tamara and Eddie are having a baby. I took what Camera said, a Tamara or Camera, but I, I mean, I mean Tamara said at dinner to mean she wanted a baby to fill the void because her kids are gone fifty percent of the time. Okay, now me, Eric, am saying that's exactly how I took it, too. Let me know how you guys took it. Having had she said, I love Eddie and we want to have a baby together, I would have said, great, exciting. My having an opinion about what's going on with Tamara is normal. We have talked about the idea of having another baby for over a year. I care about her, and I just don't want her to do anything rash. This is being a friend. She wouldn't want me to yes her. If the roles were reversed, I would want and expect her to tell me how she actually feels. Shannon saying that I have too many opinions shouldn't be a red flag. Getting free dentistry because you saved a nation, however? Raise it up, girl. (laughs) Oh, it's getting a little shady. Getting ready for Shannon's dinner party. I was a little stressed because I knew we were leaving for New York the next day uh, with the kids for Thanksgiving. The reason I had a rolling rack set up in my bedroom was because I was packing and I found it's the easy way to do it. Rich people problems and not uh, rich people problems and please don't think I'm poor with my rack I can afford a closet totally um I love my cocoa bean but she can certainly be a handful she's the cutest little thing though and is constantly making me laugh her pink super bam pajamas are just so cocoa on to the dinner I love a dinner party. Shannon has a lovely home, and I was really looking forward to it. I was touched by her attention to detail, remembering I drink champagne and that I don't eat dairy. Those are the signs of a very good hostess. Which is why, Eric speaking, you would love if I threw a party for you people. Maybe I'll do it one day. Shannon and David's behavior at the party was just awkward. They seemed to feel very comfortable arguing in front of us, even though we barely know them. I have to say at this point, I'm worried for them. Vicky is right. 
If this is what they show to the world, then what goes on behind closed doors? Well, the drama continues next week. Stay tuned. Thank you for watching and supporting our show, and be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram and check out my website, heatherdebro.com, for more behind-the-scenes and information on me and the whole Debro family. And thus concludes the Bravo blog of Heather. <laughs> and I saved the best for last because, well, she's you know, batshit crazy, it's Shannon's blog and called um, Shannon Explains Her Relationship with David. Oh, this should be good. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of crystals and feng shui and jewels. Okay, a P.S., Eric speaking. So, like, you know, I have a I have a degree in interior design and, you know, I had to take a feng shui class and I have to say, you know, the first thing you learn in feng shui class is um, it's all B.S. And it's literally not anything it's just made up by a designer like 50 years ago who came to america and needed to sell stuff and so i'm gonna say about it it's not true it's fake it's ridiculous or not if you believe in it if you believe in it then i'm totally for you but i'm just letting you know you're also a little crazy like shannon see how she's coming off this season that's how you're coming off crazy feng shui person to your friends they just don't want to tell you i'm telling you okay now to the shannon blog she says, I have to say, when I started filming The Real Housewives of OC, I know it was going to be the Shannon Beater show. Is that what it is? Okay. Um, that I was going to be shown in positive and negative lights. I also understood that despite multiple hours of filming, there would only be a few moments shown on the screen. Everyone in our family tends to joke with each other, but oftentimes on film, it doesn't appear very funny. And now for week two, I find that some of my not so proudest moments have been chosen to be aired. What's different from last week, however, is that there is a little bit of backstory to explain some of my behavior. So let's begin. I love the fact that my children go to Cotillion. Again, rich people problems. Um, that was me, not her. You, you may have picked. You may not have picked up on this yet, but I am very old school. I love most things that are traditional and old fashioned. To watch my girls do the cha cha and the box step in their party dress and white gloves is the most darling thing ever. David and I come from different backgrounds, and I'm proud of David that he has achieved so much success in life all on his own, and that I have been privileged to witness it. He always tells me that he feels a sense of accomplishment when he, when he can expose our children to things he wasn't able to experience as a child. Us poor people as parents experience that too, Shannon. <laughs> Stella feels bad that she told her dad he didn't have good manners. She certainly didn't mean it, and both David and I thought it was quite sweet that she apologized after seeing the episode, as I did for laughing along. I finally met the woman at Tamara's spooky party. I asked Heather whether it was a costume party, and she said that she was not going to be wearing black. I was surprised to see her third eye, and I had known that we were going to be dressed in a spooky way. I absolutely would have done more than just wear a black dress like Heather did. Okay, well, 
making excuses, I guess. Okay, whatever. I felt a bit awkward at first because as soon as Heather and I entered the party, she went right up to Vicky and Tamara and I was just left standing there. When everyone went to sit down, she sat on the other end with the gals and I sat there by myself. If the tables were turned, I would have stayed with Heather, but I'm a big girl and could take care of myself. I instantly connected with Vicky and had an amazing time with her. Tamara seems like lots of fun as well. Okay, am I the only one that missed her introduced and then they gave gifts back and forth to each other and I didn't feel like Heather left her, but um, whatever. I am an open book and am, and am proud of that fact. I don't think by telling a group of women that I wish my husband and I would spend more time together is airing my marital dirty laundry. I may be going out on a limb, but I'm pretty sure there are many women out there that have been married for 14 years that wish the same thing. My husband is extremely busy, and I have been completely supportive through our marriage of his need to work long hours and on weekends. But when he joined a business group and started to take two vacations a year with them, I began to get resentful. If he could make time for those trips, why couldn't he just take one night away with me? I have been asking him to do this for five years now, and it has been hurtful that an no effort has been made. I understand that I could make the reservations and plan something myself, but I just want to know that David wants me by his side by his own decision and not mine. It would be nice if once in a while he did something for me like I do for him. It just would make a girl feel special. Tonight, you got a peek into some of the feng shui cures I have around the house. Elaine Wright, our feng shui consultant, has done wonders for us. When Sophie was three years old, Elaine moved her bed to a different location and Sophie was able to finally sleep through the night. There will be more on Elaine and my love affair with feng shui in episodes to come which means there's going to be a lot more commenting by me to come as well. (laughs) I am intrigued by all things holistic. When my dentist offered to put jewels inside my crown restorations, I did it. Because I'm an idiot. She didn't say she's an idiot. I'm saying she's an idiot. What is interesting is that when I had a a thermographer examine me, they typically can tell which teeth you have had root canals. After my exam, he could not detect the root canals that had the jewels in them. Oh, my God. Correct, idiot. Because there's no canal, there's something shoved in it, like a jewel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now I totally lost my place. Okay, wait, going back. uh, Okay, after my exam, they couldn't detect where canals had jewels in them. They're not visible, and I can't imagine how they could possibly harm me at all. Maybe they are actually helping. See, it's the can't imagine and maybe, which is not actually science or anything medical, which is why they're not helping you. If you didn't know. Okay. I have to say that I agree with Tamara that it's not very kind to refer to someone as people like you or someone like that. If I had chose to live my life more naturally than others, then it's my choice. I also try and maintain a balance. I am not obsessive about doing everything in my life the most natural way, and I actually could do a bit of research before taking on anything new. 
Heather is quite opinionated about my decisions to try holistic things. She also seems to be strongly opinionated in Tamara's decision about potentially having another child. I never interrupted Tamara's words to mean, interpreted Tamara's words to mean that she wanted to have a child to fill a hole or replace her three other children. I hear her saying that she wanted to share something special with her new husband. The warning flags on Heather have been raised. And the crazy batshit flag's been raised on you, Shannon. Just in case you didn't know. And now, on to the uncomfortable stuff. I would like to start this by saying that David and I actually do get along and have good times together. You clearly have not seen that yet. David and I have always had a very sarcastic banter with each other, but it just doesn't seem as playful anymore. My resentment for not being made a priority has clearly turned me into a more bitter person with him. Hence, some explanation into why I'm not always the cheeriest person to come talk to. Check. I need to work on that. I was excited for David to meet the women and their husbands. We pride ourselves on being a bit more down to earth. (laughs) Okay. So oftentimes, we will cook when we have dinner parties for 12 and under. Okay, again, batshit crazy. So for those of you who maybe don't watch the episode and are just listening, or for those of you who did, did you notice the way Shannon's quote-unquote down-to-earth cooking for people involves her having a chef, uh, a nanny, uh, her house manager, and some other helper person all cook for her. Her idea of cooking was everybody was cooking and she would walk in and whisk something for two seconds and leave. Is Shannon cooking for 12 and under, in case you were all wondering? But but she's down to earth, everybody. Totally down to earth. Make sure you comment and let me know what you think. Um, back to her. David cooks the meat and torches the creme brulee if that is the dessert we are serving. Oh, well, that must be David making it from scratch then if he torched it. I am afraid of that torch, and I do everything else. Anyone can hire a caterer. I believe that when you spend the day cooking, the meal comes from the heart. Okay, again, she didn't spend the day cooking. She hired chefs. Um, I am high adrenaline most of the time. I want everything to go smoothly, but most of the time it does not. My my potatoes were not tender, even though I was very clear that they needed to be before being taken out of the oven. Oh, who did you make that very clear to, Shannon? The chef? Because you didn't cook. We know. (laughs) Our entire family made the creme brulee the night before. Mm -hmm. And David told me to check out the torch for fuel. He was going to check the torch for fuel, but he never did. He told me he was going to torch the creme brulee right before the guests came in, but that didn't happen either. We discussed the wine and that we needed to buy multiple bottles of wine the night before, and David came home with only two bottles. Understandably, I was frustrated, but there are ways to express frustration and there are ways not to. My behavior falls under the second category. I need to be calmer, I need to stop snapping, and I need to understand that some men may not even help for a minute in the kitchen and to get over the fact that David didn't actually do the things he said he would do. No, that's actually a problem. 
if he's saying he's going to do something, you should be able to count on him to do what he says. So maybe you should talk to your therapist about that. You're both crazy. I love my husband and appreciate him and need to express those things to him more often. I am a human and everyone makes mistakes, but it's how you interpret and correct your faults that really matters. I am on a quest for more inner peace, so stay tuned to see if I can get there. Spoiler alert, she's not getting there. She is wound tighter than anything and is going to explode. Um, Another week of total self-evaluation. Yikes. I'm so grateful that this show is giving me the opportunity to watch my life played back and to learn many things I need to work on. And well, that list is still growing. So I'll talk to you all next week. Hope it will be more fun and easier to watch. XOXO. And thus concludes the Bravo blog of Shannon. And as a matter of fact, it actually concludes all the Bravo blogs from the OC for this week. So thanks for listening along with me, guys and gals. I hope that you loved it. I love doing them for all of you. Don't forget, if you are listening in iTunes, give us a five-star rating and a nice review. And if you're listening on Stitcher, a nice review over there. Of course, John covers the Real Housewives of OC and New York with his vlogs, so video blogs, on our YouTube channel which is YouTube slash Reality Recaps and on our website. You can find all of our Bravo content actually on our website at yourrealityrecaps.com slash Bravo. And of course, share the shows on social media. You can find us on all the social media websites on our website. And if you want to help support us financially, check out that patron ad in the sidebar. It'll let you guys create a monthly donation to us, which you can cancel at any time for any amount. But you get a ton of cool stuff for doing it, like swag, uh, prizes, exclusive content, access to secret forums, special shows that we're not putting out publicly, and so much more. So you guys should really check that out. Of course, if that's not your thing, you can always make a PayPal donation as well. Or if you have any online shopping to do, start by clicking on the link for Amazon on our homepage. You guys don't pay any more, and they give us a little bit back. Those are all great ways to support our show. So, until next week's Real Housewives of OC blog, I will see you guys then. Remember, I'm also doing them for New York, so check those out. Check out all of our Bravo content and our live shows that we do all week long as well. All of that is over on the website, yourrealityrecaps.com.